I just slipped through an exam, and you're listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. And right now on the line from somewhere, I'm joined by Nico Tehuke, a.k.a. Casual Healing Atamarie. Hello, Jamie. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing really well today. I just had a teaspoon of my native Aotearoa bush bitters. It's tingling on my tongue right Ooh. now. Oh, bush bitters. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to get me some of those. Uh, did you, <laughs> or did you make them? Is is this your own secret recipe? No, I got to make a shout out to uh, Self Heal. That's the the, um, the lovely cousins who made this product so quickly. I just need to say. Um, there's a saying, it's an old saying, comes from Europe, I believe. It's, if you eat your sweets, you'll be bitter. And if you eat your bitters, you'll be sweet. Ah, I like it. I like <laughs> it a lot. Right, your project, Casual Healing, you've got a new single out today, Black and White. Congratulations on release day. Um, this is ahead of your debut EP, which is coming out on the 22nd of this month. It's mm. called Firstborn. But first, the single, um, it's an intriguing blend of, like, you know, folk, gospel, Pacifica, R&B, tra- trip-hop, hip-hop. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you you never know what you're going to get on the next note. It's a masterful blend, you know, weave, weave with your delicate tone um, and these wonderful backing vocals. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful track. Um it, you know, it's like you're 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 like a sonic baker. You know, need, meet, needing that musical dough, proofing it, and, and, and get cooking, and you're getting cooking. Um, you, so, how, I mean, how did you find your sound? Because you know, oh. where did it, where did it come from? This this blend that you make. Oh my goodness! First of all, thank you, Jamie. That was a beautiful reflection on the song. Um, man. I guess I guess I need to start with um, with my dad. So my dad is a uh, <clears throat> he's a local um, a bit of a local legend up here in Wellington. He um, his name's Machu Tehuki, and he's a uh, he's been a kind of performing and recording um, reggae vocalist and R and B vocalist and. Um, He's got a professional skank. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I do need to... Uh, I definitely need to pay homage to, to the man himself, uh, my, my creator, because um, he, he was the one who had Trinity Roots on the, on the car stereo. He was the one who gave me my first guitar. And, um, but that, I love that he didn't... He didn't um, he didn't force it upon me. He gave me the choice, and you know, kind of just left the guitar chilling in the in the corner of the room. And he said, you know, he'll show me what he can do, and then he won't be like, "You're my son, so you have to do music." He just, you know, he'll 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 um he'll give me the option. So, um, to any any parent to us who are very passionate about something and want their kids to be passionate about it, um, just um, remember that if you force it upon them. It'll have the opposite effect, I believe. That's right. It's like the bitters. Yes, that's right. It's just like <laughs> the bitters. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Dad. Um, also, special shout out to um, some of my favorites, like um, Jeff Buckley. Um, mm. He really taught me how to sing. Um, Nina Simone, she taught me how to sing um, with some feel and some character and some sass. Yeah. Um, Bob Marley gave me some um, some 
some conviction and some uh, yeah. He he taught me how to whale. Um, yeah, some of some of my favorites right there. Um, Michael Jackson, of course, but the man himself. Mm-hmm. Don't believe the propaganda. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it all kind of it's a it's a strange accumulation. And um, yeah. if you throw in the mix, I went to a Catholic Maori boys boarding school, and we sung. Um, Beautiful gospel um, hymns in Te Reo Māori um, every day, and um, just like a room full of a hundred Māori boys, and and um, split into three part harmonies, just kind of amazing. Uh, it just kind of it really it set in stone my sense of harmony, and um, that's something that I'll, I'm grateful to have, and I'll never lose because of you know four four years of of singing with those boys. Yeah, so. totally. That sounds incredible. Yeah, I, that's kind of the melting pot. Yeah, it is a wonderful melting pot. It's great. And, like, you know, you know, those those gospel harmonies are really important to this song, but I also love how you mentioned sass. Mm. I'm a big fan of sass. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of sass on stage and sass in the music. I think it really carries things. It's, it's wonderful. Um, but what is black and white? I mean, black and white can have a lot of meanings, um, so what is the meaning of black and white in this track? Oh, beautiful, yes. So um, black and white, to me, it's, uh, it's a reminder to really make an effort um, to see through the, um, the obvious structures of things. So to try and make an effort to see all sides of the picture. And um, that can be quite difficult because... Our society that we live in, it's quite an absolute society. So the, um, the metaphor that I like to use comes from one of my favorite sagas. It's the Star Wars saga. Yeah, great saga. And um, one of the um, key traits of a Sith Lord <laughs> is that he is just absolute about everything. So you're either on the dark side or he's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You're either with him or you're against him. But the Jedi... One of the key traits of the Jedi is they are all about flow motion and they are forgiving and patient and they're a lot less absolute and therefore they can see all the beautiful colors and they, their experience of life is going to be a lot more rich and diverse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it kind of sprouted from, um, from Star Wars, if I may. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I also like the fact that with with the Jedi, when you're when you're training, when you're a Padawan and stuff, you have to go through that turmoil and that kind of battle between light and dark and within yourself before you reach that that place, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, because every every boy or um, girl, you know, growing up, yeah, they got this clear picture of good and evil. And then I've been finding as I grow up, the line between good and evil is very blurred, mm. and it's like. It's just kind of your intention and your choice, the choices that you make and the intentions behind those choices. And if your intentions are good, even if your action looks evil, um, you have to trust in your heart that you know what you're doing is good. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Um, because yeah. your sound is so expansive, uh, you know, and you do weave these sounds together, you know, how, how does a, a track form? Are you weaving bits and pieces that you already have in some kind of sound bank, or are you, or are you forming a solid track? Right yeah. Back? 
Um, the process was I kind of I teach kapahaka to kindergarten kids, which is really good fun and it's really wholesome and keeps my soul really happy and um, also um, keeps my bank account kind of happy. So it's symbiosis. But um, I was finished one of my kindies one day and I had my guitar because I sing some songs and it's my beautiful acoustic guitar that um, my uncle gave me, Uncle Ezra. Shout out to Uncle Ezra. <laughs> You're listening, my man. Um, and um, I had this guitar and I was just going through a little bit of turmoil just like the paddle ones and I was kind of, you know, I'm in a very beautiful relationship with um, a young lady and we've got a five-month-year-old baby and... Um, it's all so perfect and beautiful, but still, um, there were um, thoughts within me that were conflicting and mm. contradicting this harmony that I'm living in. Um, I needed a, to kind of get some shit off my chest, if I may. So um, I sat down in, a, on a, in the park and um, kind of started strumming the chords, the basic chords that you can hear throughout the um, song on the nylon guitar. And... Um, I really liked those two chords, and it was just two chords. I'm a very simple songwriter. I like simplicity because you, if you have a simple chord structure, the complexity can be found in the harmony or the melody or yeah. the lyrics. So they kind of give space for something else to shine. So, but if you have real busy chords, um, the ear is constantly trying to follow the chords and focusing less on the lyrics or the melody where you want to really emphasize um, the character of the song. So um, I kind of, my process was just top to bottom, wrote the verse, um, uh, wrote the pre-chorus, wrote the chorus, um, and I kind of just keep singing it over and over again till it sinks in. I don't really write much. I don't like to write much. Um, so just kind of sat there for about an hour until, you know, drove home hit the gypsy kitchen, got myself a chicken quesadilla on the way home to uh, congratulate myself and then, um, yeah, came home with with black and white and got my friend Sam to um, do a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of spoken word in that second verse and yeah. I got my gorgeous friend um, Len Blake to sing some some hooks throughout um, and it, yeah, it just pieced together eh? so beautifully. Yeah, those hooks are magical, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you know, at the beginning of this interview, you mentioned your father, you know, mm. and how integral and important he has been to, to get your music to where it is now, even without him knowing it or, or doing anything, you know. He, he led you to the path, though. Uh, mm. and, and this is the first track you've released since you've become a father. Yeah. Um, so what has fatherhood brought to your songwriting? Oh, right. Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, man, it's taken my whole life like way deeper and way higher. Like it just expanded my capacity to feel mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure. Um, I hope that most fathers can relate to me on this. Um. Uh. I think it started with the fact that I found this this why he made that I really love and uh, it's a true love it's my first true love and um, we've been together for years and then my dad was 21 when he had me and I was 21 when 
I had my phone and some weird shit's happening there, like some um, some gen- some some ancestral genetic stuff. But just seeing the woman that you love give birth to to your son, your co-creation, um, a beautiful manifestation of love. And we had a lovely home birth in the in the pool. Like nice. it was all just absolutely life-changing and so of course it's going to change the music and it's going to change what I write about I don't write about some of the nonsense I used to write about if you feel me like (laughs) I just don't have the time really (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah it's taking it a whole level deeper and I'm doing it for some some better reasons now Um, I'm doing it because um, you know, every note that I hit, every song that I write, um, I want to leave it behind for my kids to marinate on and for them to experience and for my grandkids to experience. Like, if Spotify and the internet and the shit still running, if the world's still running in a hundred years, you know, my great, great, great grandkids can go on Spotify and bump black and white and be like, yo, that's what the great, great granddad was on about bro yeah, yeah yeah or they could like put it on flipping walls and hear you talk about putting fingers up butts yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you've been doing your research <laughs> uh, bro yeah they're gonna be like whoa granddad was crazy bro <laughs> and that's what I love you know I, I love humour I love I love to know that, you know, I think the world takes itself far too seriously these days and yeah, yeah, they yeah. give their F to the wrong things. We've only got a few F's to give every day, so you need to choose wisely when you give your F's, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you there, man. I hear you there. All right, as you said, it's the first single off your upcoming EP, your debut EP, First Born. Uh, you know, and there's, you know, we're going to obviously, it's your first EP, you've had your first born child, there's just so much, um, you know, growth and birth and, and everything mm. else there. So, you know, um, we don't black and white, but what's the rest of the record going through? What what are we talking about? What are we saying here? Mm. Uh, beautiful, great question, yeah. This is the birth, this is the um, the beginning, the first born um, this album is its kind of like, first of all, it's me expressing how I feel, which makes me happy, makes me happier me. But, you know, whenever you have an opportunity to create, you have a, an opportunity to impact. Yeah. So you have, um, and once you realize that you have an impact, then you can really um, create something magical and meaningful. Um, and so what I wanted to create with this expression, with this album, I want to create a special little album for my son, for my firstborn, mm. for Uenoku. Um, to, so that when he grows and he, he faces the turmoil of all of the Padawans, as we all do, we all face the hardships of life, the ups and the downs. He can just put his headphones on, go into his room, and he can just chuck on Firstborn and know that every song, I'm thinking of him. Yeah. Every song there, it's something that I've gone through that's been hard for me that I'm relaying onto him so that he can have something to um, help him grasp 
what's going on, some concepts that he can um, he can hear and that are familiar that can just bring him back to his centre. Mm, mm. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just a little bit of a um, a little bit of advice for my son. Yeah, that nice. that can um, that can last through the ages and. And also, it's just groovy shit. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, like it's um, some of the best music I've ever written, um, and it's it's all been it's the first album that I've made in my caravan studio. So I, I tuned a caravan. I bought a caravan on Trade Me for about three and a half grand last year, um, and it didn't have it was missing windows and stuff. And my dad's like, "Oh, nah, bro. Like you should get a refund, bro." Like <laughs> and. It was my dad's doubt that motivated me to finalise the project. So <laughs> it was ironic. He was like, you can't do it. And I was like, yeah, I'll show you. I'll prove you wrong. And mm, mm. I drove up to Waikato with my cousin, Manaya, and we brought it down in the same day and um, took about six or seven months to renovate it, um, get a new window in, two new windows, carpet it, insulate it, soundproof it. And now for all my studio in there, and um, yeah, so this is the first record that's come out of the the Hori Studios, and um, it's the first of many. So you know, it's just many first. It's first born, first nice. album, nice. first record made in the studio. Um, and if this is the first, I'm excited for the rest. To be honest, Jamie. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. I'm with you there, and I love the way your dad kind of indirectly taught you again in that moment. I know it's so good. Like. He, <laughs> He doesn't even know, but like, yeah, he's, he's so good. He's so good. Good, amazing, amazing. Um, just as amazing as the track is and the EP is as well, because I've had a sneak preview. Thank you for that. Uh, but I won't play any of those other songs until it's time. Um, fantastic. Um, so at the, off the back of this, uh, you know, I mean, I know we're in level two at the moment, and we're kind of, you know, the, the gigging world is kind of waking back up again. Hopefully we've got to hit level one. But what's spring and summer got in store for you off the back of this? Oh man, off the back of this, um, first of all, next weekend I've got a special little release party up in Wellington um, that I'm excited for. Um, basically, um, kind of inviting everyone that's had a hand in my in my growth as a man and a musician in the last few years, and we're just going to kind of celebrate this first little release. So that's coming up. Um, I've got a few more shows um, planned around kind of scattered around and then summer um i'm really excited me and um me and the casual healing band we're gonna um we're gonna be playing at a festival called tora bomboa mm-hmm. yeah 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 good lineup um beautiful lineup uh that's my favorite festival um because every year that we play there some crazy elemental shit happens so um this year we played I played with Halfcast, my band, and um, and it started raining halfway through our set, and then my nose started pissing blood, and then halfway through the last song, um, the power cut out, and we had to finish the song a cappella, and it was really moving. And um, second time we played there, um, there was like a kind of miniature tornado happening in the dance floor while we were playing, and like the wind was just like amplifying these words that we were speaking in. Um, so, yeah, I think it's because um, that land is actually um, a very special land um, that um, is on the 
the east coast of Aotearoa and um, it's kind of situated in the Wairarapa which is um, my kind of my homeland um, in terms of my iwi, Matikahumunu, come from around there. So I think every time I go there, there's some um, some some juju that's uh, that's like ah. Oh, He's home. Let's do some crazy shit <laughs> <laughs> and trip these trip these hippies out. <laughs> oh, well, good luck for this year. Then I, I, I wait to see what to hear what happens. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was talking with Louis, the organizer. I was like, maybe uh, give me the sunset lot so yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know, like that's pretty usually pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, great. So I mean. A lot of our listeners obviously are students and they'll be back around the country during those summer times, so hopefully they'll be able to check you out sometime and hopefully you'll get down to Otipoti at some stage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, surely, bro. Wait, where did you say Otipoti? Dunedin. Dunedin? Are you in Dunedin, bro? Yeah. Wow, well, kia ora, bro. Wow, technology's pretty crazy. Kia ora from Wellington, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, um, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been lovely, Jamie. It's been lovely talking to you. I actually must be honest, I completely forgot about this, and when you called me up, I was thrilled. Well, that's good. I was thrilled that you picked up the phone. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, nah, oh, yeah, awesome, Jamie. Yeah, thanks so much, man, and yeah. thanks to the team for putting it together. Yeah, you're more than welcome. We, we thoroughly appreciate you being on the show. It's been, uh, it's been enjoyable. We're going to play black and white for the people now. Oh, how exciting for everyone. Oh, listen up, fam, listen up. All right, have a wonderful day, man, and we'll talk again soon. Cheers, Jamie. Cheers, bro. Much love. See you, bro. Right, here we go. Here is Black and White uh, from Casual Healing on The One. was a Radio 1 91FM podcast, but find more at r1.co.nz.